What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Cue the Review. Um, you know, don't mind the voice this week. I've uh, been sick all week. Your boy thought he had the Rona. Uh, thank God those test results came back negative. So I guess it's just some shit my son brought back from daycare and poisoned me and my wife with. But uh, getting better. Just got a little cough, a little sneeze, a little congestion, but... Bear with me for this week, but uh, we're going to jump right into some movie news. First up, James Cameron confirms Avatar 2 has completed filming. Uh, don't know if y'all are excited about that. It seems a little too late. I mean, Avatar, it was decent. It wasn't great or anything. I feel like it came out over like 10 years ago, so... I'm not really looking forward to a two, and then I hear there's like two more that's supposed to come out after that, so. But, you know, shout out to him. Uh, also, Hallmark announced its most uh, diverse season yet with 40 original films for the Christmas season. So, yeah, this season is actually going to kick off October 23rd and wrap up on December 20th. So if you're into those Hallmark Christmas movies this year, uh, it's definitely going to be good for you. I'm sure my wife will watch all 40. Some of them she'll even watch twice. Uh, other news, Black Widow movie has been delayed until 2021. Also, Shang-Chi, uh, pretty much all of Marvel's Phase 4, which uh, Black Widow technically isn't part of Phase 4. It's its own like standalone thing, but yeah, all of Marvel's pushed back. Sad day in paradise. And uh, yeah, without uh, further ado, going to get into this week's movie. Uh, it is going to be Con Air. So let's go ahead and get into that. Where are you going with my plane, Cyrus? We're going to Disneyland. You're lying, Cyrus. So are you, Vince. Oh, nothing makes me sadder than the agent lost his bladder in the So, Con Air was directed by Simon West, whose film credits include The General's Daughter, pretty good movie, uh, with your boy, um, what's his name, uh, John Travolta, uh, that was a good one, uh, the first Tomb Raider movie, and The Expendables 2, so, eh, decent action movies, you know, nothing too crazy, uh, not like a huge director, but... He's got a couple blockbusters in there. Film stars Nicolas Cage. And this is peak over-the-top Nicolas Cage, all right? Just wild, crazy facial expressions, just completely over-the-top. Uh, it also stars Michaelty Williamson, a.k.a. Bubba from Forrest Gump. Uh, John Malkovich, who is a phenomenal actor. I mean, dude is versatile, even still in his old age. Uh, he's hilarious in every role. I've recently been checking him out in uh, Netflix's Space Force. He plays the uh, the lead scientist on there. Hilarious. He's actually, he's pretty much the only good part of the show. Steve Carell is all right in this, but uh, John Malkovich definitely carries that show. You should check that, if, check that out if you've got some time. Uh, let's see. It also stars Ving Rhames. Dave Chappelle's in it for a little bit. Steve Buscemi 
or Bushimi, Buscemi, whatever, uh, who's also a hilarious supporting actor. He played the crazy guy Rockhound in the movie Armageddon. Uh, it also stars Danny Trejo uh, and John Cusack. So a few big names and definitely a lot of notable actors in this. Movie came out in 1997. Uh, the budget for this movie was 75 million, and it brought in 224 million uh, at the box office, which in 1997 was that's a lot of money. You know, I mean, it's still a lot of money now, but back then, that was a huge profit for the studio. So definitely uh, happy about that. I'm sure, you know. I don't know why they didn't think to make a sequel or anything, but I guess, you know, what could you really do? Uh, Rotten Tomatoes score for this one. Critics was 56%. Audience score was 75%. Uh, of course, critics, not, critics knocked it. I mean, it was just a wild action flick. Didn't really have a great theme or storyline or anything. No crazy character development. So I could see that. Uh, but my score, three out of five. I liked it. I thought it was funny. Like I said, lots of action. But it does kind of drag a little bit. I think it's just a tad bit too long. I feel like they could have cut it back some. Uh, but, you know, all in all, good movie. Check it out. Um, I actually watched it on, like, TNT or some shit. Like, I came downstairs and my wife was watching it. She was already maybe 15, 20 minutes into it and... And I just watched it, so that could be why I think that it was it drug a little bit because it had the commercials and everything. Uh, so you know that makes like a two-hour movie, damn near four hours. But you know, still worth it. Maybe I got to check it out on like a streaming service. Yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, the movie it uh, it's about a guy named Cameron Poe, played by Nicolas Cage. Uh, he's a highly decorated United States Army Ranger. He comes home to Alabama to his pregnant wife, Trisha, after a few tours of combat uh, over in the Middle East. Uh, and then he runs into a few drunken regulars where Trisha works at a bar. Pregnant woman working at a bar. It's, it's a little wild, but, you know, whatever. It is Alabama, so definitely not shocking. Uh, Poe unknowingly kills one of the drunks and is sent to a federal penitentiary for involuntary manslaughter for 10 years. Uh, Poe becomes eligible for parole after seven years and can go home to his wife and, uh, and new daughter, who he's never met. It's when he went away, she was pregnant. Unfortunately, Poe has to share a prison airplane with some of the country's most dangerous criminals, who actually take control of the plane and are now planning to escape the country. Uh, Poe has to find a way to stop them while playing along. Uh, meanwhile, United States Marshal Vincent Larkin, who is played by John Cusack, uh, is trying to help Poe get free and stop the criminals, including Cyrus the Virus Grissom, uh, who's played by John Malkovich. He's like this... Uh, Weird combo is like a murdering hacker. You know, typically hackers are just kind of peaceful people, but you know, whatever. That's probably why the critics shat on it. Uh, but anyway, at one point, Poe has the opportunity to get to, the opportunity to get off the plane and get home to his daughter during a prisoner exchange. 
when they land the plane in Carson City. Uh, but he actually elects to stay on the plane to help a friend who's dying. Uh, to do this, he tells the other prisoners that he changed his mind because he has 15 years left on his sentence. Uh, and he wants to escape with them to the island of, uh, as, uh, what's his name in the movie? Uh, Diamond Dog, played by Ving Rhames, as he puts it, the island of sandy beaches, umbrella drinks, and dirty naked freaks. Now listen up. 40 to 50 U.S. prison guards armed with shotguns are waiting for us at the next stop. Now if you do exactly what we tell you, the rest of our lives will be a vacation in a non-extradition country. I'm talking sandy beaches, umbrella drinks, and dirty naked freaks. So yeah, uh, who doesn't like umbrella drinks and dirty naked freaks? I mean, uh, a couple years ago I went to my sister's uh, wedding in Hawaii. So many umbrella drinks. I mean, I, I drink so many Mai Tais. They're fucking delicious. I don't know if you have ever had a Mai Tai um, or rum punch. Amazing. I, mean, I, I drink countless amounts of them. I don't even really remember some of the nights we were there. Uh, not too many dirty naked freaks, though. So, yeah, that's a little disappointing. But, uh, yeah, anyway... Um, one nosy prisoner uh, snoops around through post things in the bottom of the plane uh, and finds out that he doesn't actually have 15 years left and that he's actually uh, been paroled and is on his way home. So uh, Poe winds up having to kill him for not putting his daughter's stuffed animal back in the box. Why couldn't you put the bunny back in the box? So afterwards, uh, everything starts to fall apart as the pr uh, prisoners' plans break down due to the cartel member who was supposed to get them all to freedom uh, double-crosses them. So, yeah, he uh, tries to leave them hanging. Like, the plan was for them to land the plane in, like, this little desert, um, like, desert airfield, uh, switch planes to the cartel plane, and all fly off to the island of the uh, umbrella drinks and dirty naked freaks. But the cartel had a different plan. They had like a small jet. They were like hiding in like a small hangar. Um, you know, the dude tried to slip away, hop on the plane, but he actually winds up running into Poe and uh, the um, U.S. Marshal, winds up killing most of them. They still try to escape anyway. Uh plane takes some damage, crashes, and then Cyrus the virus lights the dude on fire. So, yeah, didn't really work out for him. We're going to move on to a favorite scene in the movie, which is a conversation that takes place between uh, Poe and Garland Green, a.k.a. the Marietta Mangler, played by Steve Buscemi. Uh, his character is a serial killer uh, in this movie. He's killed like 30 people. They actually bring him on the plane, like in a strapped into like a chair, uh, bound like hands, feet. He's got uh, like shit around his head to keep his head against the chair. His mouth is gagged. Uh, like the full Hannibal Lecter treatment. Um, Apparently, he's killed, like, 30 people up and down, like, the eastern seaboard. Anyway, uh, the, 
the scene takes place right after Poe uh, comes up from the bottom of the plane from killing the guy who found out that um, he had just been paroled. Uh, so when he comes back up, he sits down across the aisle from him, from Garland, and Garland looks at him and he says, two went down, one came up, to which Poe says, uh, you know, it wasn't my fault. Uh, Garland's like, well, you don't have to tell me. Most murders are crimes of necessity rather than desire, but the great ones, Dahmer, Gracie, Bundy, they did it because it excited them. To which Poe responds, like, you know, don't talk to me. I don't have anything in common with them. Uh, you know, with you, like, they were all insane. And Garland comes back with, now you're just talking semantics. Like, what if I told you insane was working a 50-hour week uh, for 50 years, at the end of which they tell you to piss off, you end up in some retirement village hoping to die rather than suffering the indignity of trying to make it to the toilet on time. Wouldn't you consider that to be insane? Uh, and then Poe responds saying, murdering 30 people, semantics or not, is insane. And then that's when Garland just goes way left. And he's like, one girl, I drove through three states wearing her head as a hat. <laughs> and then Poe's like, it's my daughter's birthday today. Please feel free not to share everything with me. Now, me saying it, you know, it's definitely not as funny. But, like, if you've ever seen Steve Buscemi in a movie, like, you know, his mannerisms, you know, the way he portrays his characters, the exchange was hilarious. So, you know, definitely not the most action-packed part of the movie, but, you know, still my favorite scene. I'm going to move on to some trivia. Uh, Dave Chappelle, he Im improvised most of his lines. I mean, not surprising at all. Dave is hilarious, comedian, just comes up with shit on the spot. He didn't really have a lot of lines, but pretty much everything he said was funny in the movie. Uh, what else? The film is dedicated to Phil Swartz. Uh, he's in effects. He was an effects specialist who died during filming when a rigged plane fell and crushed him. So, uh, ouch, R.I.P. to Phil. Yeah. Um, John Cusack allegedly dislikes this film so much that he refuses to be interviewed about it. He'll, like, if anyone asks him a question about it, he will just get up and walk out of the interview, which is kind of odd to me because, like, you had to know when you read the script that you weren't going to enjoy this movie. So it's like, why waste three, four, five, maybe even six months of your life filming it? Uh, maybe just maybe he needed the coins or something. Uh, shout out to John Cusack. What else we got? Nicholas Cage traveled to Alabama to perfect his accent hanging out with locals and bars, uh, spent a few weeks there staying at a Motel 6. And I got to say, this is just on par for Nick. I mean, I can't even imagine the types of crazy shit that he's doing or did to get ready to, to uh, portray the Tiger King. Like, uh, this guy's probably walking around in tight-ass jeans and cowboy boots and hats Smoking hella cigarettes, hanging in gay bars, maybe even had a couple threesomes with some with some men. So you never know. Shout out to Nick. Dude is uh 
It's just way over the top. He's action, acting is definitely his passion. Uh, what else we got? The sight of planes flying in low formation over the Vegas Strip during the filming of this movie uh, caused a number of Vegas locals to call the police uh, in fear that the uh, planes were going to crash into the buildings. So, yeah. Um, ah, there's a scene in the movie. Uh, where they're on the plane and Sweet Home Alabama is playing in the background. And then Garland Green says, define irony. A bunch of idiots dancing around on a plane to a song made famous by a band that died in a plane crash. And that's in reference to several members of the band Leonard Skinner, who died in a plane crash on October 20th, 1977. Uh, let's see... The airplane, uh, the jailbird airplane used during the flight scenes, uh, it had a series of owners, both military and private. Uh, in December 2003, it was sold to All West Freight Inc. in Delta Junction, Alaska. On August 1st, 2010, it crashed into Mount Healy in Denali National Park, killing all three of the flight crew. Uh, wow. You can see uh, the trivia for this movie is a little dark. Um, and what else we got? Oh, yeah. The uh, So, there's actually a real Con Air. Uh, it's, it's actually multiple planes, not just one. It's four. Uh, it's a joint venture between the U.S. Marshals and Immigration. Uh, it's used to transport federal prisoners as well as um, like immigration detainees across the country and back out of the country. Um, they use, actually use a Boeing 737 for that, so not like the uh, old school looking plane with the propellers. And also on the inside, it doesn't look all like prison. It doesn't look like a prison bus. Like it's not metal everywhere and cages and things like that. It literally looks like any commercial flight that you've ever been on. Um, actually, if you've seen the movie U.S. Marshals, the plane that they're on, that's exactly how it looks. Just like a regular airplane. Uh, it actually goes to every airport in the U.S. You might have even seen it while you were waiting on the tarmac or taking off or something, landing for your flight. They don't march the, uh, the prisoners through the airport or anything, though. They, drive them right onto the tarmac and then kind of just shut down everything around it uh, while they load and offload the prisoners. Yeah, uh, that's it for trivia. And now we're going to move on to my top five. So I'm going to do my top five Nicolas Cage movies. Uh, number one, The Rock. One of my favorite action movies of all time. I think that came out in like 96 at uh, Nicolas Cage, Sean Connery, Ed Harris. Dope movie. Uh, number two, Face Off. I mean, come on, you got two of the most over-the-top actors going head-to-head. -head. Lots of action. Uh, only thing missing from that movie is Sam Jackson screaming curse words every other scene. Like, perfect action movie. Uh, number three, uh, City of Angels. Yeah. Him and Meg Ryan. Really liked it. Pretty dope movie. Uh, no action in that one at all. Uh, 
Number four is going to be the Lord of War. And then number five, both of the National Treasure movies. I don't care what anyone says about those movies. They were fantastic, and I will die on that hill. All right? My son's probably going to be a little upset with me that uh, the Ghost Rider movies weren't on the list. Uh, for some reason, he's obsessed with those movies. But... Anyway, that concludes another episode of uh, Cue the Review. You know, like I said, every other week or every week, like, listen, share, subscribe, tell a friend to tell a friend, give me a five-star rating on iTunes, leave a little review, comment, whatever, and yeah, hit me up uh, if you want to be on the uh, show. Uh, October is going to be... A little different. I'm going to do scary movies every week. Um, actually going to do them with my little sister because she's a huge horror fan, just like me. So every week, me and her will be bringing you a different horror movie. But, you know, if you want to be on an episode, maybe we can put you on one of those with us. Or maybe I could do a bonus episode like I did with the uh, Forrest Gump one. But uh, anyway, yeah, that concludes this episode. Y'all be safe out there. Uh, you know, don't get sick. I don't know how the hell I caught like the flu when it's still like 100 degrees out here in Vegas. But for everybody else where it's cold, bundle up because the hawk is out. Later. <laughs>